Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shinovic, CN's Director of Marketing for Grain. David, we're going to take a look at Eastern Canada this go-around on the podcast. Where should we start? Let's start with crop production. When it comes to Eastern Canada, there's three main crops, winter wheat, corn, and soybeans. In Western Canada, crop size is around 70 million tons, give or take. And in the east, you've got a half million tons in the Maritime, six in Quebec, and 17 to 18 in Ontario. And just like we've seen out west, more intensive crop management and better genetics have propelled yields higher. Six million tons more in the east since 2005. And crop mix change is a part of the story here too. More high-yielding corn and less wheat. Okay, so that's supply. But what about demand? Well, most of the corn in eastern Canada is consumed domestically. Though last spring, we saw an unusually strong export program due to the drought in Europe. You've got a lot of intensive livestock production in the east, and that consumes a lot of feed. A lot of corn is also consumed in ethanol production, especially in Ontario. Now for soybeans, you have the export program out of the lakes in the St. Lawrence, plus three major oilseed crush plants at Hamilton, Windsor, and Beconcourt. And don't forget the source-loaded container business for soybeans and dry edible beans in Intermodal in southern Ontario, very large scale. Now the products of corn and soybean processing are consumed in the domestic market, whether it's blending ethanol into gasoline, feeding DDGs and soybean meal to livestock, or consuming soybean oil in food production or biodiesel. That's a contrast to Western Canada, where the products of canola crush are mostly exported. There's a large demand for milling wheat in Eastern Canada as well, and there's a mix of Western and Eastern wheat. Plus you have a lot of truck wheat moving into the milling market cross-border, and that cross-border flow is important for all three major commodities. What does the grain supply chain look like in Ontario and Quebec? Well, it's night and day comparing East and Western Canada. In Western Canada, rail movement dominates given the heavy reliance on export markets and long distance to port. In Eastern Canada, movement is dominated by trucks and lakers. Easily less than 10% of the grain produced in Eastern Canada moves by rail, compared to over 70% in Western Canada. For grain that wants to move into export markets, it's primarily truck to terminals along the lakes in Ontario and the St. Lawrence. Grain can be moved in Ontario direct to market by export vessel, or it can be trans-shipped by laker or tug and barge to transfer elevators along the St. Lawrence River, of which there are six. Now only three can receive grain by rail, however. Montreal, Trois-Rivières, and Quebec City. The scale of country elevators is also very different in eastern Canada because of this unique feature of the supply chain. No unit train loaders dotting the landscape like in western Canada. Lots of elevators with a lot of storage, but focused primarily on truck in and out. How is the grain landscape changing in eastern Canada? There's a lot happening in the east. Last year, G3 Canada opened a 50,000-ton export facility in Hamilton alongside Richardson and P&H to support their eastern grains program. The port of Hamilton has seen tremendous growth in the grain export program in recent years. Transbord de Mont-Saint-Hyacinthe, served directly by CN, has been steadily expanding their footprint in southern Quebec and recently expanded to be able to receive unit trains. Aliment Breton, the largest producer of organic pork in North America, opened a $15 million state-of-the-art facility in 2017 at Scut with separate organic and conventional lines. La Coop Federée announced plans in June to build a $90 million grain transfer elevator in the Quebec City area in four phases, and the facility will also be capable of receiving unit trains from Western Canada. And don't forget the milling wheat business. Back in 2015, P&H announced it would build a $45 million mill in Hamilton alongside its export facility. The facility opened back in 2017 and was the first new mill built in Ontario in 75 years. Thanks for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. And remember, so you don't miss an episode, you can listen and subscribe to CN's Grain Insight on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Thanks again, and take care.